Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, AllThingsComedy.com, slash, stop talking, Jackie. Here's the thing, folks. I'm on the internet. I don't know if you know that. And you can listen to it on a player. You can listen to it on iTunes. You can review the show on iTunes. Uh, I was just reading them. I forgot that they, that there's, uh, ways to, uh, review the show on iTunes. And so I was just reading them. They're awesome. Thank you so much. It uh, is a beautiful week. Let's do the credits. Uh, Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song that that you just heard, the Dork Forest theme song. He will sing his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance at the end of this program. Patrick Brady, going to fix this audio, and I bless him for it. What the heck? And um, Vilmos, he, he does my website, JackieCation.com, which has a donation button on it, as does DorkForest.com, where you can donate directly to the Dork Forest. If you enjoy the program, feel free to send me a hundred dollars a year. That's a super fan. All you get is a thank you note. Uh, you can, you can order stuff if you want, but, uh, I totally appreciate it. If you love the show, I would love, uh, to get, uh, a donation from you, is what I'm saying. And if you can't donate, that's fine. Just talk it up. Repost it. Tell your peoples, your minions, if you have minions. And, um, you can order stuff at JackieCation.com. You can use the Amazon banner at JackieCation.com where you go through, uh, the portal to Amazon. And then you place your order and I get, uh, a taste of that. Doesn't cost you any more money. The merch, of course, is all my CDs and my new DVD CD. Um, you can get that in either DVD or CD form. This will make an excellent Horcrux, critically acclaimed top 10 comedy specials of the year on Vulture.com last year. And you can download it for $5 if you don't need a hard copy or don't want to see the DVD bonus three-minute thing. Uh, but you can download it at allthingscomedy slash Jackie Cation. I think that's all lowercase, by the way, Jackie Cation. So, but you can get t-shirts, Ranger t-shirts, Dork Forest t-shirts, and stand-up comedy. I'm doing stand-up comedy all over the place. Uh, this week, I'm going to be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City, the West Valley Wise Guys, and I'm going to do a live Dork Forest that Thursday night with a guy named Carrie who has his own podcast called The Geek Podcast, and we're going to talk... We are going to, it's got going to be a super nerd event, uh, in Salt Lake City. Um, April 2nd, I think it is. This is the last episode of March. Let's do the ad. This, this one's ad is all about Jenny Bergman. Jenny Bergman has, and Leslie and their mother founded a beautiful toy store in the Upper West Side of Manhattan called West Side Kids. And it's West underscore side underscore kids on Twitter. And West Side Kids has got awesome, toys. I get the costumes and I get the musical instruments for my nieces and nephews because I don't have children and you can have a loud child around you and I can just hand them off. This has been the longest intro ever. So let's get into the show. It's a good one. You will enjoy. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Shane Moss, ladies and gentlemen. Shane Moss. Hello. Hello. Here we are. It's at Shane Comedy on the Twitter. Yeah. S H A N E, and then www.shanemoss.com, uh, M A U S S. German? Yes. Because you're from Milwaukee. 
uh, well, I'm from La Crosse, Wisconsin, other side of the state. Other side of the state. Where are you from again? I'm from outside of Milwaukee. I was just there. Okay. Visiting yeah. my dad who refuses to die. And God love him. God love him for not dying. How old is he? 78. What's killing him? Uh, well, he just had a bunch of surgeries. Nothing was killing him before he had all these surgeries. And mm. now he is, um, it's funny about the, all the surgeries because he had three horrible surgeries where they had to crack his chest open three times. <sighs> and then six, eight weeks ago, turned around too fast. So he gets out of the, he lives through all of it. Doesn't yeah, think yeah. he's going to. Uh, gets out of the hospital, turns around too quick, breaks his hip and leg. So now has just gotten out of the hospital about two weeks ago. And can't walk. And, and no, he's, he's better now because he spent six weeks in the hospital. Mm. The only guy who misses the hospital because uh, there's free coffee. It's uh, <laughs> all he's uh, entirely Wisconsin like, well, you know, they just kept bringing me stuff. And then there was bingo and I got to play cards with guys. And uh yeah, he never knew about his mortality. I genuinely believe that until this year. I, well, I've recently went through some surgeries myself. That's right. Then, you're, you're on, you're, uh, limping around. How long has that been going oh, on? Since, uh, May 25th is when I originally broke both of my feet hiking, my heels. You broke um, your heels hiking? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why? I oh. jumped off of something that was too high. And just wiped out. It was a buddy's idea. I shouldn't even say that because it's Henry like, Phillips. it was ultimately my decision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Phillips, in a way, made me do it, I feel like. <laughs> well, you I know, wonder he if broke had his... I never met Henry Phillips. You know that I... he broke his leg jumping over uh, like a like one of those velvet cords at the improv? Oh, no, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that he, just, is... he just jumped out. He was like, I'm going to do this because I'm 17. No, you aren't. I'm so sorry. Just jumping over a yep. cord? No, yeah, I was just, jumping. I was doing some pretty intense stuff. Like feet? Like d- more than one foot? Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like 12 feet up there and. Wow. And then, Too many movies. Too many movies, man. Yeah. Well, I was rock climbing a lot at the time. Okay. And what it really was, was I was in the best shape of my life and I was just like, I had way too much confidence. That's a lot of confidence. I, and I was freshly single too, which, right? um, you're like, which, I'm going to prove which, that I am, uh, I can do anything yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That risk taking, <laughs> uh, which, uh, all the evolutionary psychology and biology stuff and makes a lot of predictions about that kind of stuff, which I know. Right, because let's get and, into uh, it. And, you want to you just uh, dork out? Sure, sure. It's already, we can you're dork like, out we only right have away. an hour. We only, no, you're like, no, you said it's, you could... it's totally fine. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm interested in all this stuff because sure. I went through, because it all, I mean, I'm interested in connected? learning about life. It's all connected. There we go, and, Shane Moss. Let's do it. So um, I got this. I said, I really dork out about evolutionary psychology and biology. Yeah. And I said to myself, that sounds made up. But what isn't really in the world? What isn't made up? What is evolutionary psychology? What the hell? I have a so, definition if a, if you uh, I could take a stab let's at it. Let's do it. Let's see how let's see how you match Wikipedia. Um so uh so so much like people think about evolution as um maybe humans standing upright or losing a tail or getting imposable <laughs> thumbs and all of these physical things. Right. There has also been a lot of psychological our brains have also evolved. Oh right. And there's been numerous Oh that psychological sounds totally real. That sounds processes. completely and entirely real. I am wrong. <laughs> yeah. So um so it's uh it's something that um, evolutionary psychology is a rather new-ish field, um, in, in the sciences is around, 
um, 1970s, it started kind of okay. gaining some traction more. And... So everybody was interested in evolution. The yeah, physical yeah. part of it from Darwin on. Yeah. Which is what, 1848? Um, yeah, right? right around there. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then, and then, but 1970, people are like, I wonder if the brain also developed. But I mean, even Darwin was saying stuff like that okay. in his books. It's just that that stuff wasn't gaining traction okay. um, for a long time. You and can't then, see it. Right, right. It, huh. It's it's um it's just a, a lot harder to understand. And then and then there was a lot of stuff with um with mating and and everything early on. And and there was all these other weird reasons why it didn't take off, which was. Um, evolutionary psychology kind of predicts that females in most species will kind of end up calling the shots. Dun, dun, dun. Um, when and, will it happen? And, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, as far as selecting a, a partner. Oh, okay. Um, and, and not, not running the world necessarily or whatever. Sure, like, sure. I not, not, not allowed to vote for themselves. Uh, right, anything, right, but right. In, but, but in like going, you yes, you no. Yeah, yeah. And, and where, uh, and guys are a bit more toward the, um, trying to get selected. In, oh, okay. In most species. Right, right. Um, um, and, and with humans, it's definitely, there's a lot more of a balance, but, um, but because most scientists were males, right. um, uh, back and then. And couldn't get laid. And, and They're probably like, couldn't That's get why. laid. That's yeah. why I'm not getting laid. And it was, <laughs> it, it was this idea that, and, and it always looked like animals, males were like on top. So it's like, well, the men are in charge here okay. and they're doing, and, and the idea that females had any, um, control in this. Right. And, and we're driving how, how we, um, shaped our lives and everything was, was very controversial for a very long time until women right. started getting in the field. Okay. And, and that helped, um, evolutionary psych, but, but it's not just about sex. It's about lots of other stuff. Right. But- Cause, well, I mean, when you watch animals, you see sort of like the male plumagey kind of thing where you're just like, no, no, I'm yeah. the one. And then guys like, like deer will fight. Like there's a yeah. fight, fight, fight thing, and so and, everything's very reasonable, right? It, it feels like it makes some sort, or 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 it no, resonates. I mean until mating season. Oh, and, oh. Like, <laughs> like 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 the rest of the year, everything's like uh, everyone's kind of keeping to themselves. Right. They're off. They're eating their food. They're looking for predators, whatever right. it might be. Right. And then mating season comes, and, and everyone then goes it, bananas. Just everything goes completely crazy. Okay. And kind of the logic behind why that happens is very fascinating. What is the logic behind that? So the because it's got to be speculative. Right? Um, initially, well, a little, uh, I mean, I guess everything is, but sure. well, um, initially everything, I mean, you gotta, you gotta speculate to figure out and yeah, then you have an are, hypothesis and then you test your theorem. And, yeah. And they're getting to be pretty well tested ideas, but I, I think that the, um, kind of the original idea of survival of the fittest, which is something that came not out of Darwin's mouth, but out from interpretations oh, okay. of what he had written. Interesting. And um because Darwin noticed this sexual selection stuff right away. Um with the the peacock and the large plumage is okay. is actually the the a- go-to standard um best uh, one of the classic great examples of of okay. the sexual selection stuff. And um and the idea being that like we, we all kind of get like, okay, you have to survive right. long enough. We get why that would uh, yep. evolve. But when you're, when you're thinking about 
the big picture, the huge scope of things, it's about change over generations and how that is determined is through reproduction. Okay. And, and really there's a lot of things that, um, and this is getting into more of like the evolutionary biology side yeah. of things. One, one of like the darker depressing aspects is that, <laughs> li- that life doesn't care a whole lot about you after you've reproduced. Oh, okay. Um, they're, they're willing to kill you once you've created life, like the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what's an like, example like of the, that? Like the, an example is how is something like um, cancer or something like that still kicking around? How hasn't it been weeded out of the gene pool if it's so bad for oh, right. survival and heart disease and all of this stuff? And um, and uh, one of the big ideas about this is is just that uh, you um you've spent and expended all this energy early in your youth and and um and everything goes into reproducing right. and having the most offspring which yep. is called inclusive fitness is like the number of offspring and kind of how well off those offspring are yeah is called inclusive fitness. So well, let's like, talk to Jim Gaffigan and David Koechner. <laughs> Those guys each have five kids apiece. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy talk. So they're doing way better than I, I am. I guess. And, and myself. Are you kidding? And then better and worse. You're not supposed to say that. That's oh, another not. whole whole tricky thing. Um, things just kind of happen, and right. some of them lead to more proliferation, and some don't. And okay. And you uh, and it would be difficult to say like one thing is better and one thing, and it can. And things can change all the time. Sometimes being, being a tall species yeah. in, in tall grass can be good because you can see more stuff. And then all of a sudden a new predator is introduced into the environment and those things get caught and all the, and all the short ones of that Live. species end up hiding in the grass. Oh, that's um, interesting. So it's very difficult to ever say something's better or worse. Um, when you look at a big enough picture, I suppose you, yeah. you couldn't. Right. Just because you don't know how it's going to change. You can you can say it like in hindsight. Oh sure. Like the, the, this was kind of good for this environment at that time, but yeah. going forward it's near impossible uh <laughs> right. to say. Right. Um that is so um but I interrupted you and I uh, for the love of god I can't remember what it was. Sexual selection I think. Yeah. Um so so yeah, so this idea of sexual selection is 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 the idea that reproducing uh, um, reproduction is, I, I feel like I'm, I'm really giving a lecture here. <laughs> I no, no, like, no, it's, oh my gosh, I, you can't, it, the thing is, is I know so little about this, is you're gonna, uh, it, it, I, it's gonna be a bit is, of a lecture. This is, I'm dorking out, right? Right, like, this is the perfect, few, this is, few yeah. people will listen to me as I try to, explain as you try to them, explain. But, um, I know what I wanted to, to backtrack a bit, Bill, yeah, yeah. Is, is you were talking about cancer. And why oh, yeah. cancer was such a what? It, why it's still knocking around? Yeah, it's kind of a mind blowing idea. This this idea yeah. that after you've reproduced and raised your offspring to an you age, should, that's, that's nice if you can like kind of be a grandmother and not <laughs> not that you should get cancer necessarily, right. but but any <laughs> it, it's more that any um, any mistake in the genes that would lead to cancer wouldn't be caught and got out of the gene population in time for it to be noticed. Right. Because you will have already reproduced. Okay. And and that whatever that does genes that or once you effects, extrapolate on that, that does get depressing because you're like, children get cancer. They didn't get a chance to reproduce. It's like, well, too big. Too big and we gotta kill them. <laughs> is what evolution says to that. And it's so weird because 
but but on the for the most part, I guess cancer does sort of come when you're older. Yeah, and yeah. and it being, I mean, so uh, there there's also yeah, like uh, kids die in all sorts of different ways. Right. Children but... are constantly dying. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Rangers. How's it going out there? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to bring it up. Kids are always dying. <laughs> um, but but for the most part, with those with those diseases, <laughs> yeah, they're quite resilient and yeah. and they uh, hang around until. Uh, and there's all sorts of, um, I mean, speaking of that, there's also mind blowing ideas about like life histories. They've, they found that people that live in, um, in areas where, um, where the lifespan is lower, right. females, um, will become fertile earlier. They'll go through puberty right, earlier right, a lot on earlier. and, and younger men will go through puberty early on and so that um, they can chop, chop and get to it. Yeah, right. yeah, be, because he, hey, this in this environment we don't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, there's not a lot in of time. here. You better you better get cranking out those <laughs> exactly those babies. Get cranking. That's yeah. a dick joke. Nope, no, it isn't. I just made it one. Anyway, so, <laughs> a, but yeah, that's uh, well, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. It, so um, so so then you know uh, so then if you look at it that way, then how has psychology been kind of optimized to when should we take risks when shouldn't we that oh, sort right. of thing like i just got on my podcast i just got done talking with a guy um um about he he uh studies these little squirrel like things on an island in australia okay um they're called quals i believe they're adorable um <laughs> but uh these guys have um the females Last for about three years. Okay. And the males, what happens is they, their growth rate, they reach full development around, I think it was 10 months or something like okay. that. And then they just sprint around and he put like GPS tracking devices on them and stuff on this. And the females kind of stay in one area and just like, oh, the food's right, they good go to here. the same restaurants but, and the same bars and they're Well, just why like, spend a bunch of energy running around and taking chances in new environments and right, everything? Right, right. They know the, they know the neighborhood. They know the lay of the land. Sure. They know right where all the food is. Mm-hmm. But males, once they become fertile at right. this, um, for, in this first season, they, they run all over the place. They, they run just all over the island. Having like, sex with as many or yeah, just Yeah, trying to find as many as they can. Okay. Uh, and, and so the 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 kind of psychology behind this is that um, sperm is cheap and plentiful, and um, right, right, that and, is, and and eggs are a lot more costly, and there's a lot more development rare. going on, and and you basically there's certainly more work involved with uh, the gestating and the and the birthing. Yeah. So so the value is is the psychology of that is that the value is put on the on the females. Because of that. Right. And offspring are, are very taxing. And basically, if you, anything you can do to limit that cost, you can. Did he mention how long the, the, the babies stay with the, with the mother? Oh, so, um, so yeah. So this is, I, I'm getting off topic a a little bit and going in and out of this, but so just, I'll, I'll get to like the punchline of his research and then explain. (laughs) Uh, but, um, so, so basically, and and this is getting into how the stress response works, which is 
basically your stress response is like fight or flight. Hey, let's shut down the immune system. Let's shut off the sex drive. Let's okay. shut off everything we don't need right now. Right. And let's get the hell out of here. Let's power everything. It's like to these glucocorticoids that pull everything out of your fat cells and then, and power your legs. And then let's get the hell out of here. Okay. And then afterwards your, uh, your digestive system will come back and everything else. Well, these guys enter this high state stressed response and, and, just burn themselves out looking for puss, basically. Right. And then um, running all over the place. And then and then they have sex with as many females as they can, and they basically screw themselves to death. Oh, really? They just uh, keep in, in going first, until... Until they're dead. They just keep so going until, until they're dead. So 10 months until they die. Yep, 10, is, 12 months. Uh, 10 months, then, they're, the craziest... then they reproduce, then they go around for like two months trying to bone as much as they can. And right. then all their organs are shot and every S- Salmon have a similar... Thing that they do where they power everything getting up the stream and they're getting oh, past the grizzly bears and, and yeah, everything yeah. else and then they they die after they um lay the eggs and that has to do with their immune system having deteriorated and i forgot to mention your podcast is called here we are yep. and you interview scientists and about the and you talk about the meaning of life with guests right? yeah 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 that's awesome and that's on itunes and everything is yep. it here we are.com here we are podcast.com. There we go. And you also have a comedy special on Netflix right now called Mating Season. Yep. So people should watch that as well because you're very funny. I enjoy uh, the, uh, the works of Shane Moss. Thank you. Now, uh, but now. And I'm recording a new album, um, in April in Madison. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin. Oh, at the State Street yeah. Comedy Club? Yeah. How great is that? Place? That's great. I just tried to text that woman to see if I could come back and I have the wrong telephone number. So maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll help you. Yeah, you might be able to help me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they must over. love you there. I'm sure. They, they like me uh but i only be, i've only been once oh really so, yeah but i do that's that's where i, st- I started doing stand-up comedy at that the the dad yeah he owned yeah, the gus. club yeah and gus owned the club where i started doing stand-up in 84 oh wow and that building burned down and he we had the greatest conversation about it he was like hey uh yeah that's I, a terrible gus accent impression i do a lot of accents i don't know you should hear my lewis <laughs> lee chinese from, uh, it's a lot like this and uh but the thing about gus uh i was like well the good news is is that that the club was insured and gus looks at me and says not by me and uh and i was like oh he said yeah i lost a bunch of money and i let the silence stretch a little bit and i go seems to have worked out gus because the guy owns most of state street yeah, yeah. and he's like yeah, yeah, it's worked out. It's yeah, fine. yeah. You, you <laughs> yeah, that's okay. my Gus impression. Yeah. Gus is Greek. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> that was a perfect Greek impression. <laughs> yeah. An old Greek I, man. I can nail the, the the Greek immigrant voice. Sure, that's not it. And uh, so, but you're taping a new album in. in yeah, Madison? yeah, and it's oh. it's all about um kind of what I went through breaking my feet, but then how um I I, I kind of take a scientific examination. At, um, through comedy gold, man. Comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. He's the feet breaking. It's that's crazy. Okay, now I have a mating question, uh, not your own. Uh, so, so if the squirrels are going around screwing everybody, and- but the females last for three years. Right, so and the reason being is they're only having like a litter. A male in in one season, if he puts all his energy in, because life's unpredictable, they might mm-hmm, not make mm-hmm. it three years anyway. Right, they could bone all sorts of ladies because it's just a little sperm, and then they're outy. Right, females they have to they have to raise this. Yeah. Uh, they have to carry them for uh, however, you know, long, however the long the gestation and, process and, is, and uh, and and raise them for a little while, nurse them, whatever it may be. 
And so they can get out and get some action. Yeah. And then they, and then they got to start again and and do the same thing again. So, so they can, so by sticking around for a little longer, they can increase the number of offspring where, so there's all these optimized, um, uh, things built into kind of the psychology of, of, uh, yeah. What's the think system? Of the, of the squirrels, of these squirrel-like animals. Is there, is, the, is that what the study of the, it's called evolutionary biology? So, yeah, so basically what's happening is like, it, it kind of when you think about evolution and we, when you look in hindsight, it looks very much like these things are thinking and like calculating right. numbers and everything else. But what, what's happened in actuality is that over time, Something that had a little instinct to do something one way. Right. Um, just Either it worked happened. out or didn't work like, out. Like a good example is females look for, in turkeys, they're trying to figure out what the hell females are looking for because they can't, sometimes they like a big chest, sometimes it, they like this big plumage. Bitches, man. What are you going to do? Yeah, you can't what, tell. what are you going to do? <laughs> because the males, mind you, will, uh, will. They're looking for an orifice. Yeah, uh, quite literally. They take a foam ball yeah. and like a head and tail feathers yeah. and make like just a horrible female to see if it will maybe be a little pickier. Yeah. And they'll still be like, well, I'm going to try. <laughs> and then and then they'll take the tail feathers and like crook them 90 degrees and and to be like, yeah. well, this is like a mutant yeah. lady. And they'll take a little while longer and look and be like. Well, I'll still give it a shot. <laughs> and then they'll take the feathers and put it's it by my the head. Responsibility, yeah. And then they'll look for a little while longer. Like, well, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, where do I stick it? And then, they, <laughs> then they're like, well, they'll try anyway. <laughs> and 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 the only way you can get these things to stop boning is to like take a the tail feathers and stick them over here and and take uh, take the head and stick it twenty feet away. And then they're like, oh, I better not mess with that. <laughs> That's just a ball. Yeah, <laughs> That's but, just a ball with an orifice. I am not going to actually screw that. But okay. females having to be more selective are right. are pickier um, right. because you're only going to get to sire one guy's offspring this season anyway. Okay. So why not pick the best guy? Right. So you have to have some sort of inclination to look for things. So so what they end up looking for is is this red it's called a snood, the gross thing that troops off oh, of their oh, the, nose. Oh yeah yeah that flap. And you think why would you want that's not you know That's <laughs> what what is that for? You wouldn't think that would be a trap. What right. is it for? What's the purpose of it? Right. And what they what they found out is that in our um in in the DNA Yep. Um, there just happens to be the gene that makes that red thing larger happens to be right next to a gene that, um, that, uh, makes for a very good immune system. And it's kind of latched on there. And so what happened is way back when. Wow. A female just happened to have an inclination to, uh, like, there's some dude that, that. like had a red spot on his nose or whatever. And, and her friends were like, are you, you crazy? He's guy. a freak. And she's like, I think he's kind of cute, you know? <laughs> and then, and then her offspring just happened to inherit this hearty immune system. Her sons just happened to inherit this red dot from their father. Yeah. Her daughters just happened to inherit this preference for red dots and other turkeys that might have developed this thing. And then that keeps on going and going and it's this kind of ratcheting effect. Right. And then it keeps on growing and getting larger over time and the preference it's increases. Spr- it's spread to it to some extent. Yeah, but, but they don't have to know, oh, 
red dangly thing that means this guy's gonna fight off a cold really well right, right they just have to have this instant it's not really they're not really doing a there's not a lot of cognitive process actually happening and that's it's just an instinct evolutionary psychology and that's a lot of what our lives are and that's uh, what you uh, that's how humans are uh, 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 yeah a lot of a lot of what we interpret as us doing actions and making and, uh, that's this this um, consciousness stuff is very much just the tip of the iceberg. It's five, five to ten percent of our thinking is being very generous. Okay. I mean, so, you don't think about breathing. You right. can think about breathing, but you right. don't. You know, you're and not thinking God about you know, blood cause... flowing, and it'd be too much to keep track of. You can't think about when you're first learning to walk and crawl. You, right. you, you kind of figure it out, and your brain's doing a lot of work. But then everything becomes habit and kind of going through the motions. So um, after so 5% a while. is to some extent free will and the rest of it's reactionary? It's just uh, reaction? Yeah, so a lot of um for the most part, I mean I mean I don't dep- mean I don't mean to get on, theological on you. <laughs> I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean d- depending on what context you're talking about and what um specific- Well, scientific but the scientific description of free will seems to be conscious decision making, right? Right. And free will I mean, if you go crazy, weird Jesuit, you know, if you go deep into some rabbit hole of they're like, well, free will is really there's fate. And then you can really just follow your fate or not follow your fate. And you can do it by free will or or you can be forced to do it. And I was like, well, is that free? I mean, whatever. I'm going to have a different dork on for that conversation. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't really get it. Yeah. This is the I love conversations exactly <laughs> like that. I, I so. So, I mean, the way that. I look at things from my evolutionary psychology, biology, and, and this isn't all just instincts or nature versus nurture. It's nature right. plus nurture. There's all these things from the environment that interact with our genes and actually inter- activate genes. Right. Depending on what's happening in the environment, certain genes will be activated like at what? certain times. Um, you mean like, like weather think, or, think or... of a, um, oh, so it'll be like, um, like there was this, uh, a good example is there was this Dutch hunger winter or something like that. It was uh, the Nazis, um, um, cut off all the food uh, or something. Cut off all the food and every. Damn Nazis. Let's take a stand. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, bad rap. Come on. You know, we a bad we rap learned a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, we did. Oh, we did. <laughs> Great speaker. All that. Um, so. Uh, during this Dutch hunger winter, and I think I'm getting this this right, um, uh, the the name anyway. I, I know that I'm getting kind of the the um, the ideas behind this um, okay. are are correct. So so they cut off this food supply to the Dutch, and what they found is that women in their third trimester that had children that survived through that winter, um, uh, those those people eventually. Um, had way, way, way higher rates of obesity and way, way higher rates of diabetes. And what happens in the, in the, um, fetal environment is it's getting all of this information from what's going on outside by, it's measuring like a, cl- uh, um, oh, a the, galactic or the babies that live how many were calories obese am I getting? and had diabetes? Yes. Later because in life, because of what they because they learned their the genes womb. learned in the womb. Hey, there's not a lot of food out there. 
you better get everything you can, wow. store it away as much as you possibly can, yeah, yeah. never stop eating. <laughs> uh, right, because there's going to be a and, famine. And don't just burn this stuff off. You want to be real thrifty with it. But then things reset, and there was plenty of food out there. Right. But those genes had already been activated. Interesting. Yeah. That is fascinating. And then that can lead to another generation once you have diabetes, um, just because of how, uh, without getting into a whole bunch of um, biological Get jargon that it. I don't know enough about. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> there's uh, diabetes can then lead mothers to um, not be able to get their um, uh, their um, fetuses enough of the same calories because of how diabetes works. They're, oh, right. And, and so that same thing will happen mm-hmm. where their babies can be like. Seeming, have seemingly of, starved, even right. if their mother's eaten uh, all you kinds know, of all stuff. There's of a stuff. feel of lack. Yeah, because it's not actually getting to the fetus. Interesting. And, and then the same thing will happen again and again, and it can take um, a number of generations to even out. Okay. And and they have found that in that one particular case. So yes, for an example, and that's a that's that is one. a that's another. The thing is, is you know the the crazy thing about the Nazis is that they were constantly like. You know, if you don't have any morals, if you have no sense of right and wrong and you're just like, people aren't people. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to treat this person as a life. You know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like lab rats, you know, that's not a, that's not a, a that's not a life. That's just a rat. Right, right. I can, I can do whatever I want. I can try to make his eyes blue. Let's see. I, can you, can you make people's eyes blue? Uh, no, no, you can't. Anyway. So, uh, I only killed, uh, a, you know, a hundred people doing it, you know? And, it, and so they did all those experiments and they're crazy, but the information that came out of it, we're fascinating to so many scientists yeah. that are like, sure glad I didn't do it because they're all in hell or they're all, you know, they're all fucked But I'm, you know, now we have all this weird information because they did all that weird. Oh, yeah. There's Nazi scientists that made amazing advances and not just by experimenting. There were just like good scientists who just by by chance happened to end up in being Nazis. Yes. Becoming Nazis. Right, right. I mean, well, no, there was um, but, there was a but, lot uh, of there was a lot of funding for for that kind of scientific uh, uh, experimentation as well. Yeah, but yeah, but um, I I don't I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. To, to discuss it is weird. There's there's an amazing uh, there's a, a science fiction trilogy by it's one of my favorite uh, favorite books really. It's by C.S. Lewis. It's um, the space trilogy. It's called Out of the Silent Planet, and the second the second one is Paralandra, and the third one is called That Hideous Strength, and it falls apart kind of in mm. That Hideous Strength, except for That Hideous Strength all by itself is a weird. Exact, cause he wrote it right during after World War II in Britain. C.S. Lewis did. And he, it, it's this study of scientific theory and how it has been taken too far. And it's very much a Nazi kind of fascist, um, state where they're like, well, we're going to find out how things work and we're going to, we're going to dice, you know, how like, they, they were, people were against vivisection and people were against sur- uh, invasive surgeries because they thought it was against God's will. Oh, and you're like, yeah, but we could actually fix that if we just cut that out. Uh, like, see how you have that giant lump on you? Let's cut that out. See if your body just heals without it and doesn't grow a new one. <laughs> oh, that feels like God would want you to die anyway. Mm, gonna do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, there's like this weird line. Right. And in that hideous strength, the third book, there, uh, you could tell that C.S. Lewis has, leans a little bit towards 
Ah, people should just die. We shouldn't be cutting people up. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a weird, you know, like, I'm glad that there's surgery, you know, but I don't know. As someone who broke his both feet, uh, I shattered one of my heels and had they not done surgery on it, I probably would have never walked again. Right. Cause uh, right I, now I you're mean, on one foot. I'm on one foot still. So one foot is, st- is healed? One foot's totally healed. It was just a little crack, but okay. the other, the other one was like shattered. And, oh, wow. and so it wouldn't have healed correctly without yeah. setting the bones in place. And I mean, they just screwed them in. They just screwed they like pieces of bones together where they hoped my bones would be again one day. Wow. And then eventually stuff yeah. grew back together. Holy hell. Um, but, um, but yeah, so. Let's go back to free will for a second. Sure. Um, because, um, this will be interesting to explain. So, so say you see someone, um, playing sports or something like that. Well, they're going out and playing sports on their own volition. Right. Well, um, there's also a lot of things that you're sometimes advertising by showing off your athletic ability. Right. And, and, um, and, and much like a large peacock feather, um, oh, right. You're can, showing that you're fast advertise. and strong and, and the reason why it's showing that you're fast and strong is because it plays, it pays, they have to pay a heavy cost to lug this big thing around. It, it's horrible. It makes them stick out to predators. It makes them, uh, it weighs them down so they can't fly as well. Okay. And because there's a cost there, it's an honest indicator of fitness. So, because otherwise you could cheat. Like there's these male spiders. Right. That, um, the females really like gifts. Weirdest thing. And, um, and so they'll bring them food or something like right. that. Males will bring food. And if it's a nice, a big enough gift, you know, maybe they'll get laid. Right. But they, they'll wrap it in, in, in silk and, ah. and, um, uh, just nice little gift wrapping. But what a clever spider will do, and again, when I say that, I'm just talking about an instinct, it right. is, is to, is to wrap that food in way more silk than is actually necessary. Oh, Maybe to imply. Uh, to imply that's a much larger gift than it actually is. Yeah. Maybe there's not even food in there. Maybe it's just a shell or a corpse or something. Then they give it to her. And while she's trying to rip before she, you know, she's ripping into this thing. Right. And he's going to town, pound town and be, <laughs> by, by the time she realizes it's a cubic zirconia, he's already <laughs> out of there. Um, so, so, um, so we have to look for these kind of honest indicators of, of right. fitness. And this isn't just regarding mating. This is regarding who we pick for peers and right. who we want to do business with and everything else. You know, it's, it's interesting that, um, Andy, as always, uh, my husband, mm-hmm. uh, has, uh, has talked about going back to get a PhD in the evolutionary psychology, I guess is what it would be of rape. Yeah. And how it has, caused humanity to spread across the earth and how it is as you know the selection that way yeah yeah. and um he said there's people that study that there are people oh yeah okay lots i've talked he thought he thought he was he thought he was on onto something oh no that's a it's a pretty well studied thing (laughs) i'm sure it is now that i think about it uh i'm gonna go get you more some more but talk about talk about that like nature versus nurture or any of that um regarding rape sure anything i don't care (laughs) sorry 
<laughs> just tell the story. Um, so I'll, I'll keep on talking about my basketball metaphor and then, and then maybe we can get back to rape <laughs> before I, I, I always, I, I always save raping till right before I'm going to leave. The weirdest thing is like two episodes, there was some discussion of rape and I have no idea why I keep bringing it up. I'm safe, you guys. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't rape at the beginning and then hang out and have the conversation. It's just, right. uh, um, but, uh, so, so yeah, so, so say, um, so say something that drives you or a male, um, or, or females and, and humans, but male, like you mentioned, um, deer rutting earlier yeah. and bashing oh, right, their right. heads in. I mean, yeah. th- those horns are all about that. They they actually only have horns for mating season. They fall off after mating season. Oh, do they're, they? They're only they're only used for bashing each other. They get along fine all the rest of the year, and then when females are watching and fertile, all of a sudden they start bashing each other's heads in, and you got to right. compete. And that could have been the foundation. Um, for a lot of sports and a lot of, um, kind of uh, sh- like advertising how you're able, I mean, uh, you know, the first Olympics were just kind of these things like, Hey, we're not at war right now. Here's, here's my battle skills. I can throw this javelin. I can wrestle right. really well, whatever it might be. And, and, and these gladiators, actually, if you go to Rome and take a tour of the Coliseum and, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing, they'll, they'll tell you that, um, a lot of the gladiators were slaves, but a lot of them were volunteers. We're just guys. We're just dudes just that wanted to show MMA. off their gladiatoring yeah. gladiator, gladiator skills. <laughs> yes. And and then um and one of the big benefits is is these these um high um highfalutin high high valued females would often sneak down into oh, they were this like, area. Uh, oh, it was, oh, just essentially the, just people groupies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gladiator groupies? Yeah, yeah. There's okay. gladiator groupies. Why wouldn't there be? I and, mean, the thing, I mean, I suppose if you look at people and you're like, well, that is the, Bamford does a joke about the sexiest monkey. And she's like, of course I want to know what Jennifer Aniston thinks about things. She's the sexiest monkey and she knows where all the bananas are being kept. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. yeah so oh, I, absolutely. Okay. So uh, I, I mean, reaction. That, and and that's that's very much for uh i i mean um so from a sociological perspective the reason why women are watching these gossip magazines is because they've been brainwashed by society and the their parents paint, painted their rooms pink and everything mm-hmm. but from an evolutionary psychology perspective and again this is there's a whole web of causation behind everything and and so right, no, no one in evolutionary psychology one. is saying it's this one thing doing everything no right. one no one's saying that it's just hey look at this all other cause right. that can happen and and from from that effect um uh, the reason why uh, females might be into gossip magazines or whatever or um or even makeup or anything else uh, is is because they were gathers gatherers and and they were kind of had to work as a group and and were more in tune with what was going on socially than than men going out and hunting and trying to be the guy that gets the big kill and is much more competitive right um thanks so then you fast forward and you go oh hey this is i'm gonna go and play basketball right now that's 
my own free will. But why, why do I have the instinct to want to go? And, and I do a joke in my mating season special about right. this, like, it, cause it's just true. I remember playing basketball and we'd be tired and like shooting around and not taking things seriously. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden a few girls would come walking by with short shorts and all of a sudden everyone's doing Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> stuff and. Right, right. And. Is that it free will? The stakes, yeah. I I don't know. Were I the mean, stakes raised it depends on what you consider free will. I mean, right now, uh, I I mean, one of the things that humans can do to advertise our fitness is to advertise um, how healthy our brains are. Brains are a very difficult thing to keep healthy. And to stay healthy, they're a difficult thing. Uh, you have to like study, you have to learn things. If you want to advertise, you have to impose this cost. Brains are susceptible to parasites and diseases and stuff like that. So a good way to advertise your health is to advertise your intelligence. Okay. And if you want to advertise your intelligence, you need to be doing that in this kind of showier way. Oh, look how many books I've read. Look how okay. many. You've imposed this cost on yourself, just like that peacock feather. Right. And, and now you're advertising it for people. So, it, so, you know, is this my free will right now to be trying to, uh, to be on this show show called Dork Forest? Sure, the uh, Dork Forest. You're you're letting uh, some dorky people know that you got some info. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I I don't know. Is there, are there studies to try to make, well, okay, two questions really. One is, you know how they're advertising all the time is, uh, keep your brain elastic. Yeah. You know, there's all those, puzzles and there's they're like oh you gotta you gotta take this 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 vitamin because then your brain stays all spongy and and you can remember shit and uh and then other and then i don't know how does how what yeah that's more of an environmental influence but certainly um evolution still conditioned the brain to um uh Con- if, uh, to be in humans, evolution mm-hmm. uh, has seemingly equipped us with a wide range of tools that we can use and are sometimes activated in different environments. And uh, I think what you're talking about is is how um, parts of the brain can atrophy. It's a it's a use yeah. it or lose it kind of. Uh, and and in neuroscience, which I'm also way into neuroscience, but I don't know nearly enough about. Right. Um. Uh. That that definitely seems to be. A lot of the cases, a use it or lose it kind of thing, but you can, you can get it back. There's, um, like I was just reading, um, an audiobook, The Brain That Changes Itself. I just started uh, a few chapters in and they were talking about, um, uh, helping the elderly walk. What right. they're, what they're doing is having them walk barefoot more. And, oh. and so what, what they've done, what they've realized from MRIs is that the part of the brain that, um, that is monopolized in using your feet, which one is much smaller than your hands because it takes a lot more brain work to manipulate digits. Okay. And everything. Okay? okay. So, so like there's a body map in your brain. Yeah. And the hand is a very large part of this, um, body map. Okay. And, and the, and the foot isn't as big, but, but the um the thinking is is that our shoes are desensitizing our feet to a lot of sensory information and it's using the same kind of use it or lose it principle where the the foot in your brain map is kind of shrinking and atrophying and and not um okay so a, if they reintroduce so just more stimulation right you're like take off your shoe again. and sock walk around barefoot your brain could relearn yeah. that's what your feet are 
Right. <laughs> Those are what your feet are for. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's um have you ever heard uh Stephen Wright's joke about MRI? It's my um, favorite no. Stephen it's my favorite Stephen Wright joke. It's I'm getting an MRI tomorrow to find out if I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the greatest MRI joke I've ever heard in my uh, life. I Stephen love Wright, Stephen ladies Wright. and gentlemen. And uh but okay, so now are are there studies that they're doing now to try to force sort of uh, to, to force our brain, like, cause the, the, what I feel like with all the advertising, they're like, play puzzles, take off your shoes, mm-hmm. take these vitamins. They're trying to create evolutionary psychology, right? They're trying to shape it. Yeah, I mean, is there, is I mean, there a it field takes of that? so many generations. Evolution actually, uh, depending on who you talk to, can work quicker than what we originally thought. Uh, like, okay. take lactose tolerance, for instance. Um, yeah. And 95% of the population was lactose intolerant, um, 8,000 years ago. And then we figured out how to, whatever weirdo figured out to suck on these cow <laughs> Right, how to make and, it, make it work. And, um, and whatever benefit that it had, if that helped survive in, in lean times. Yeah. If it, if it got some sort of vitamins that, uh, that helped at that time. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a sexual selection thing. Maybe if this milk stuff was making you gassy, females didn't want to be around you or something right, like right. that. Uh, well, oh, well, anyway, so, oh, so, so, so it's gone from so that it didn't make you gassy kind so, of thing. Yeah, okay. now ninety-five percent of people are lactose tolerant. Right. So in eight thousand years, and that's we're just talking about milk. Right. Right. <laughs> well, eight thousand years uh, later. In eight thousand years, milk has had um, a pretty enormous impact on our on our genes. Yeah. So little things can can change, and there there's like um. There's some like owl moth thing in London and, and there's black ones and there's white ones and there was like 5% black ones and 95% white ones and then London got, got, um, uh, highly polluted and a lot of their buildings were becoming darker. Yeah. And then the black ones camouflaged in more to some of these buildings from predators, birds, oh. I imagine. And, and, and so then 95% of them Are were black, black and then what, but then they cleaned up the city. Okay. And then it went back again. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in the, in the course of like 50 years to a hundred years. Well, it, uh, yeah, something like that, but but you have to think about it as generations. Yeah. So a moth generation is, is you know, a human tight. generation is twenty five years, something like right. that. A moth, a moth generation, generation is, is like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. A few yeah. Weeks. <laughs> so, which oh, that's a that's... whole other thing with like how we interpret this idea of a, a lifespan and how we interpret time and um, yeah, the, it's the weird. relativity of it all. And I mean, imagine like a mayflies life where it's like these guys have four days and it's like i'm sure they wish they had five days that'd be great but if you're like okay we'll give you 15 days they're like uh, what i don't, I'm not, what I don't want to keep on doing this like i want to live a hundred years i don't want to live a thousand years right. to that us like you know a, yeah that's exactly but, what that but would to be. them it's still a lifespan it would be another I mean, another really... quarter of their life you know <laughs> right. but if you think about it you're gonna live 80 years or you're gonna live 160 years <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, 160. What would I be like 160 years from now? Or, or even, uh, I mean, 500 years. Then it's like people are sick of my stand-up. I'm moving back in with my parents you when gotta, I'm 250. <laughs> you got to keep writing, Shane. You got to keep writing. That's the Shane Moss, ladies and gentlemen. Always writing. 500 years of <laughs> It doesn't Airline matter how food. much I... <laughs> 
Maybe you start writing novels. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm comfortable with uh with, with the eighty to ninety. Are you? Uh, it's funny. I, how long? Well, I'm into. I mean, we talked about this when I had you guys on my old podcast. Right, we talked you had about Andy transhumanism on. What define transhumanism? Because I don't remember what the hell that is. What do we? Uh, it's it? just the idea of advancing humanity through technology and oh, okay. you know upload, uploading our compu- our brains into. Computers oh, that's right, and, and living forever living in a forever. computer and then moving from. I think body we to talked body. a little bit about that. Yeah. And, Probably. Hey, that was when I was like, I want to do your podcast. I remember oh, thinking you that yeah. when, you, when you let me talk about robots and yes. most people yell at me and for say, talking stop about talking robots. about robots. <laughs> no, I say own the robot love. What the heck? It's, uh, nothing wrong with robots. And, uh, but I, I, I heard something. Wrong I, with the robots. I'm a there's liberal. Something, I think, bro. Well, I, I was, uh, there's something at South by Southwest this week. I heard on NPR that, uh, some, some people are working on, they're like desperate to interact with with technology. They're like, when are we going to be able to like replace my eye with an eye that'll see further and better and all this stuff? Mm. A perfectly healthy eye, by the way. Yeah. They want to pop it out, pop in a new eye that's yeah. got a telephoto lens, and you're like, and they would do that by choice. Yeah. That sounds uh insane to me yeah i don't uh, know but but other people are like yeah let's do this it's because that would be super fun like i was like what are you would you want to have your legs lopped off so you can get faster legs that would be the next thing right however as someone who almost lost Lost his foot foot. and i really even actually just recently they did a surgery in january i had a bone infection and that was another possibility that they would lop your foot off i mean it was probably a small possibility and, and, but you and now things are going it. good. And, yeah. Oh, I yeah, it's something I thought about a lot. And right. uh, and I would love to have a robot foot in, in so that in, you could rather, be back rather on than your, not have. Uh, oh yeah, rather than not have. A well, foot. exactly. But but if you but if but you were to take a perfectly healthy thing, yeah, that that would be another another step. Right. And and and. But I mean, you're drinking coffee right now. Yep. Um, and that that's hacking your your natural um, right and a hundred years from now replacing your leg with a better leg because your leg is just okay uh might be just like getting a tattoo i mean our biology is just slow so slow to catch up to i mean speaking of generations again this is I, I mean, if we if we really committed to like we're gonna change this about ourselves, like yeah. to say the rape that was brought up, or so we're mm-hmm. we're going to change that part of our genes um, naturally right, like, through like sexual killers. selection. Or I mean, would it be sexual selection? Would it be operational? I mean, they, they you know how they talk about they try to um they 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 take like pedophiles and stuff and they're like mm. we have to figure out a way to chemically dampen that part of their genes mm. dampen that part of their dna so that they no longer want to hurt uh people or whatever right yeah yeah and so i know that there are studies of that yeah i mean it's such a weird like i don't there's 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 <laughs> Grammication over here is uh, a big, <laughs> which is me. Yeah. And that's how I refer to myself whenever I have some sort of weird old lady idea, <laughs> which is, I just, I think that, that if it's not broken, you shouldn't fuck with it, right? Yeah. I'm just like, it's, well, those I mean, people are broken. Those people are broken. Yeah. But you, I could, um, which I would love for them to be fixed, but I also think that the technology, the, the science that it would take to get them to be fixed could also be misused. 
in, maybe I read too much science fiction, but I'm just like, Someone's going to oh, use that. Oh, uh, yeah. In, Mis- misusing stuff, yeah. Yeah, they're going to misuse that kind of power and that kind of technology. I mean, just What think if they about, turn us all into pedophiles? What, <laughs> they switch right. it the other way. You think about how little power somebody has and how they misuse it, right? Yeah. Like uh, Bill Cosby for no for no reason except for that. You know, the guy has – I mean, these were women from the most part, from everything that I've read, these were women that would have slept with him anyway. No. And he, but he was married, so possibly intellectually, psychologically, he thought to himself, well, maybe I'm not cheating on my wife if this is an inanimate object. I have no idea what he was thinking. But these were women who would have probably fucked him. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, I can't do it that way. That's not how I, I, (laughs) they have to be knocked out, but still breathing. I don't want to sleep. You know, he didn't want to sleep with a doll or he didn't want to just get a fleshlight or some creepy, you know. Yeah. It's just so, and, and you just wonder, that guy didn't have that much power. He had some power. He had enough power that he made, you know, $12 million a year and he could fly around the world, but it's just he, the abuse of that power. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason, as far as I can tell. Right? Yeah, yeah. For same, I, I don't know. I think that there was, I think that there's probably something just off and right. maybe that was what he was attracted. Uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't that it was like him getting away with it or validating it to himself. Maybe he was actually attracted to just people lying um, there breathing. Yeah. Okay. Or, or maybe, who knows? Maybe he's into like, maybe he's fantasizing about banging dead people or something like that. Right. And he thought that that was bad. Yeah, I mean, a lot, I think of, this, be a lot to... of this stuff can go wrong, you know, and our, <laughs> our brains are just this uh, very incredibly complex thing. They, they right? are, yeah. they are. But I think about, like, the, the creation of, of scientific things that could dampen certain DNA strands or yeah. certain gene pools and how that could be used. Hmm. Just, you know, I mean, they there was... Do you ever see an old... Uh, I mean, it could yeah. also be... Uh, 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 Sorry. No good. No, please. I mean, I mean, I think that, um, you could also change things to, uh, it, it wouldn't all have to be necessarily evil. You, you right. could change it, things to be like, the better. I don't want to hit puberty and have this raging boner that I am running Cannot around trying uh, yeah. uh, until, uh, you know, I actually want to have children because that's the purpose of sex. Is right. to, is to have kids. I mean, mm-hmm. we have sex for all sorts of reasons now. Super fun. But the, super fun sex. Super, but yeah. yeah. No reason not to have sex. Uh, but get but out the, there, folks. But where, the origins of yes. sex were clearly for yes. procreation. And um and and I mean, to me, you could if evolution were were to switch our genes and and change them or or like you said yeah. if we were to go, to go in and to manipulate things to be more in line with our conscious desires yeah. then what 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 you would do is maybe um go third hit puberty at like 30 you okay. know so so you you go through school you get your job <laughs> you find yourself you figure things out right. you have some failed relationships and then oh okay i get life now i'm now ready to... i want to have i mean whatever whatever date you have in mind that you want to start having kids just switch the puberty switch on there okay. rather than having to wrestle with this 
maybe getting STDs, maybe pregnancy scares and all of this other stuff. And you know what? Now that you say it, there's any number of science fiction books that have that as an option. Really? Where, um, there's, there's used, used for good. I mean, there's the one that I'm thinking of, of course, is a, is a book I've mentioned many times on the Dork Forest. It is space opera. So it's, it's cheese ball, super fun, but it's got some great big. I need to start reading sci-fi because yeah? I never do and I really want to. Well, I didn't understand the value of it until recently and now I'm starting to. What, what do you feel is the value to it from, from afar? From I what think, you're looking at? I think, um, I think it opens up a lot of, um, um, philosophical ideas. Yes. Yes, it sure does. I mean, because you mostly read nonfiction, right? I read strictly nonfiction. Exclusively. And, and my brain's always been very like, I want these concrete answers. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I yeah. want to know. Yeah. I, uh, but now knowing, I, I'm now at a point where some of this stuff that I'm trying to learn is so philosophical and speculative and, and speculative. That, that speculative fiction might be. Yeah, yeah. Might, might I, be good I for really you. think so. I've had yeah. some conversations just like this with numerous people lately. There's a the woman I'm. It's a it's Lois McMaster Bujold. She's been on the show. I was a bit of a. I just dorked out at her, quite honestly. That's but, awesome. Yeah, and she wrote. Uh, isn't it amazing our jobs? We get to have these amazing connections it's like this. Of the, and I, it's all the internet. I, I, you know? I became like but the. Uh, obsessed with this one rapper recently, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah. And then I just started, uh, he did this Deltron 3030, which, uh, is the, one, the dorkiest rap imaginable. It's set in the year 3030. Yeah. And it's like him as a superhero fighting. Oh. It's like very Orwellian and yeah. stuff, fighting like corporate corruption and, yep. and they've enslaved all the people and everything. You'd probably mm-hmm. be into it. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, but I started like contacting What's him his name on again? Twitter. Del the Funky Homo Sapien, but Deltron Thirty Thirty was these two um, concept albums right, that he right. made oh, with, sure. with this premise. And he's got he's a brilliant guy. And, and you got to meet insane. him. Yeah, I got to meet. I started following him on Twitter and like sending him messages and stuff. And it's like, God, if I wasn't a comedian, I'd never get to. Uh, like, it's crazy what we. It is crazy, and it's crazy even if you aren't a comedian, you could just talk to people on Twitter, and sometimes they just talk back to you. Yeah. Where you're like, because I've had people say. I can't believe you responded to me. And I said, oh, this is an attainable goal, my friend. Talk to Jackie Cation, attainable goal. Yeah. It's weird who thinks that. Like Clark Gregg, the guy who plays the uh, Phil Coulson on the Avengers movies. Yeah. And he's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That guy, he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And you're like, no, no, you're a famous person. I can't believe you're talking to me. And he's like... Yeah, I don't, I don't feel so famous. I'm just uh, working for a living over here. And that's, I mean, that's Plus the whole we're thing. we're just sitting around uh, checking our phones and stuff. <laughs> like oh, someone's all... talking at me. Oh, huh. phew, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right, as long as you're not weird or, or horrible, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's re- no reason not to talk to you, right? What yeah, the hell? yeah. So, all right, so we're almost at an hour. Okay. So, which is crazy. And so let's, let's make sure that I say Shane Moss, ladies and gentlemen, at Shane Comedy on Twitter. ShaneMoss.com. Yes. The Netflix special called Mating Season. And ShaneMoss.com has all your dates, right? For when you're on the road. Yeah. And, and where you're doing stand-up and stuff. Are you doing the road with this foot? Yeah. Well, I, I took three months off originally when both of my feet were broken. Yeah. That's probably the way to go. And then I. That be financially, uh, terrifying. It was bad. Yeah. And then I, um, I spent, um, uh, three or four months on the road. I put together an act about it. Yeah. Um, and you're like, let's just do it. And then I was getting ready to record and then, um, 
And then I found out that I got a bone infection and needed a second surgery. And so, uh, and then I needed to take another seven weeks off of work. I was on oh. IV antibiotics and all of this stuff. Wow. And, um, and, but now I'm, I'm ready to record a message. So shanemoss.com has, as, as your, as, as info. Yeah. And then your podcast, Here We Are. Yeah. Uh, people should listen to that on iTunes and, and, uh, are you, are you on a, a network? Should we uh, no. start a network? You're just a guy? Yeah, just, just a, a guy. guy doing a podcast. I was, I was on a, a network before and I was like, eh, I'm going to just like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. So I'm going to just like figure it out on my yeah, own. Just do it by yourself until yeah. you, until you know. Yeah. Uh, well, let me just say this, Shane Mouse. It's been fascinating. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming having on the me show. on. You're always a delight to be around. Oh, the very sweet. And, uh, and what I say is, uh, people, uh, get out there. Get out there and uh, think about your own psychological problems and uh, <laughs> psychological problems, psychological evolution. Think about your mind. Think about how it came into being yep. and why you think the way you think and why others do as well. Excellent. Uh, and uh, tune in next time, folks, because every week, super fun. So thanks for listening. Take care out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we, you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?